Hey, this is Joe. And this is Julie. Happy summer. Yay for summer. Julie, I think we need to make some additions to this podcast. Oh, that sounds great. Keeping it fresh. That's right. Keeping it fresh. But uh, we're going to need to take a break. Yeah, a break to work. A break to work. To keep it fresh. So during the summer, we're going to play some of our best of shows for you. And then we'll be back in the fall with some new additions to Next and Ed. Hi, this is Marcy McNeil, producer of the Next and Ed podcast. If you have a topic you think we should discuss, or someone you think we should interview, or if you would just like to give us some feedback, you can email us at nextinedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us through Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And now, we hope you enjoy the following episode. Welcome to Next in Ed. I'm Joe. And I'm Julie. Julie, you, you mentioned something before I hit record that, yeah. that you wanted to address. Would, yes. you, would you like to uh, We've been doing this podcast for a very long time. Seems like it, and, yeah. And you have an amazing soundboard, and we have some amazing equipment. Yeah, it's a really cool soundboard. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, but there's parts of it that you have not used. Uh, we just get so yeah. involved. We get so involved with the guests, yes. I think, that maybe we forget to, uh, you know... Play around with it. Play around with it when somebody says something funny. Oh, now you're gonna now you're gonna quiz me. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, this board is great. It has all these uh, pre-programmed sound effects and stuff, and and I think really it could be designed if you were gonna go live. I think and so would, this would yeah. be kind of because yeah. we get the luxury of pre-recording these and we can go back and edit some That's things. True. But if we were going to do it live at any point, you know, we could. Hey, welcome to Next in Ed. Well, I don't know why we can't do that now, just yeah, like you just okay. did. I just did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we could do it like That's you just did. Cool. Um, we'll just have to remember to do that. Yeah, this is it's fun. But okay, fun. so you're going to have to do some things um, where I can throw in. Let's see, is it? Yeah, oh, well. that, that'll be for Julie. Thanks. And then for Joe, it'll be more like. <laughs> or. That's, that's, that's me. more like you. That's me. <laughs> that's the crickets. Yeah. Okay, it's so, like, okay. Joe, spit it out. Okay. Wow. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, all right. You're saying I'm a little slow on the uptake. I'm a deep thinker, Julie. That's true, Professor. I have to, I have to think through my words. That's Choose true, them professor. carefully. Okay. Let's so. get to the guest. Let's get to our guest because we have a wonderful, wonderful guest today. First to get applause on the podcast. I appreciate that. And right now, uh, I think uh, our guest today, Stacy Smith, is a teacher at Mobile County Public Schools at Pearl Haskew. And she absolutely, she and all other teachers deserve some applause right now. Oh, yes. Very much. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes, we're the struggle to, has been real. It has been and, real. It's um, been real. And a lot of new things for I'm, them, I'm new gonna, challenges. I'm going to be honest. Um, it, it's been difficult for me uh, as a professor, but there are moments when I think, I'm really glad I'm not teaching Back in the, in the classroom. classroom. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. It's um, a, a lot. So um, welcome, Stacy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We're glad to have you. Uh, one of the reasons we brought you on to the podcast today is that you are a National Board Certified Teacher, and we really wanted to uh, have a good conversation about that. 
and and the importance of being a national board certified teacher and maybe some things that are going on in Mobile and and in Alabama. Yeah, absolutely. But um, first, we would like to get a little bit of your background. Tell us a little about yourself. Um, Well, my name is Stacy Smith. Um, I've been in the classroom for 14 years. Um, I am married, have two children, almost grown. We are like right there. I cannot hardly <laughs> wait till they become independent. Um, good, good luck with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so I, how did you get your path to education? I, after high school, I went to University of South Alabama. And I have always, yes, I thought so. Um, I've always known that I wanted to be a classroom teacher. Always. But my path did get um, a little detoured there for a while. So I went to South. I registered as an elementary education teacher. And at the end of my freshman year, my husband, who was my boyfriend back in the day, proposed to me. So we wanted to get married. We've been dating since we were 15 years old. And... I was so excited. I went right home, told my parents that we were engaged, and they said, you are not getting married unless you're at least almost through with your junior year of college. So I did what any good bride wants to do. I went right home, grabbed up my South Alabama catalog, because back then we didn't have the internet. The paper catalog. Yes, the paper catalog (laughs) with our schedule of classes, and um, I sat down with that book and I figured out what degree could I get the quickest um, to be able to get married. And so I dropped education like a hot cake. <laughs> and I figured out that I could get a public relations and marketing degree. And um, that's exactly what I did. So, well, and, and, and it shows. I mean, yes. <laughs> And so it's sort of marketing and teaching. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. Aren't I, there? My principal will tell you right quick. I am fantastic with a fundraiser, okay. so that is where that marketing degree came right, in. Right. But eventually, I did make it back to education. Um, I stayed at home with my children for ten years. I feel very blessed that I was able to do that. Um, but then I went back to South Alabama and I pursued an alternative master's in elementary education. And, um, and well, you then, have some compadres here with that I, because. Yeah, I think everybody in the room did Everybody that. in the room has done that. Oh. That's where I have my education, my elementary education degree is alternative masters and Joe yeah, as well. I did. Um, my undergraduate degree was uh, English literature mm-hmm. with a minor in anthropology, which meant there really wasn't anything for me to do. <laughs> right. so, not to down it. I loved it. I yeah, loved all those yeah, classes. I should have just double majored because yeah. of the interest level that I had there. But in terms of a, a, a career, there wasn't a whole lot to do with it. But yeah, so yeah, going back and getting the alternative masters is, mm-hmm. I, I love that that's available for all of us out Absolutely. there that go, you know what, I'm feeling that pull of education and um, that's really what I want to do, but I don't want to have to go back and start all over. So right. it's a, it's right. a great exactly. path. So you just kind of went back to your original plan. I did. Okay. I did. And I've been going full force ever since. That's so, where I should have gone the, from the very beginning, but that's okay. You know, that's hindsight because you don't know that. Because that's right. you don't know that the marketing degree didn't help with other things, like where you are now right. doing what you're doing, the fundraisers that we're going to talk about in a minute. And 
uh, like for myself, I had a degree in geology. So, I mean, yeah. well, I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to go mud logging. But now I'm, you know, heavy in the science. science right. In exactly. Teaching, so we don't ever know what that's going to lead us. Exactly. So. And so, and then after I um, graduated, I was extremely fortunate. I um, knew these two amazing teachers at Pearl Haskew. So I went and met with um, their principal, Miss Susan White. And once you become a Pearl, you just stay a Pearl. Call, the teachers call them yeah. Pearl. And so, Isn't that cute? Well, so I've just been there ever since, and I've just been happy as can be. So happy as a clam. Exactly. And pearl. That's great. And that's a great little school. It I is. Really it is a great school. school. So the, um, tell us about how did, in, in your career, so you've been teaching for 14 years, at, at what point did the idea of this national board certification come along? Um, well, I had heard about national boards many years ago. But at that point in time, I think I'd probably been teaching about five or so years, and my children were middle school age. And so I knew that it was a very um, intense process. So it was not the right time for me then. But about four years ago, I think it's already been about four years ago, um, Mobile County sent out an email um, encouraging people to come out to central office and listen to a seminar on national boards. And so I came out, came out here, and uh, Miss Valerie Johnson, the principal at mm-hmm. Sims, and is also a national board certified teacher, she was heading up a project where Mobile County had received a grant Right, and yeah, mm-hmm. so she talked to us all about all these amazing things that you would gain by becoming a national boards um, certified teacher. And after that meeting, I walked out of there remembering two things. She said a hundred amazing things, but I remember the two things that stood out was number one, Mobile County was going to support you. They were going to help you pay, pay excuse me mm-hmm. help you pay for the fees yes, for the components mm-hmm. and they were going to provide you support with a mentor that was one the second thing i walked out of there remembering is the money <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was um, there was a, the hook that's it there's <laughs> a if you became a national board certified teacher you would receive a $5000 stipend Every year provided by the state. Correct. And so I was like, well, they're going to help me pay for it. And then they're going to pay me $5,000 a year. So (laughs) I'm like, I went right home and told my husband, I was like, honey, I need your credit card because I'm going to become a national board certified teacher. (laughs) So absolutely, many many people go, you know, the reason they go into getting their their board certification Mm -hmm. I mean, they have all different reasons. Mine, in all honesty, was the money. It That's, started out that it way. It started out that, that way. It was the money. Um, but it I, starts out that way for a lot well, of people. You know, Hence, that's why they do it. It's the Exactly. And I know money is taboo to talk about. I but, know it is. But, but it's not really. But it's not really. Exactly. Let's be honest. As teachers, we, we don't get paid what we're worth. Well, we're and professionals. We don't get paid, and we don't right. get paid yeah. for the experience and the years of of learning that we have accumulated and I think that um, it may you know people may look at more of the altruistic types of reasons for getting that national board but but that doesn't it's a mean, lot of work to get it right but but that money is 
is nice. It is. It it's is. nice. And it's not an award. It's not a reward. It's it's what you've earned. Right. But it's also one of these times, too, where I honestly, and this is just me, I honestly think to myself that someone upstairs was having a good little laugh because <laughs> I truly went into it for the money. But little did I know I was going to be getting so much more out of it. That's right. This was just this little small journey. It has just continued and continued and continued, you know. And so I believe in the national board process. Um, so it sounds like it really changed your thinking about your about your profession, about how your best practices, exactly. about what you do in the classroom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, national boards, what I really appreciate about it is it is a process that is created by teachers for teachers. It's designed for teachers to examine their practice to be able to reflect on that practice, to grow as a professional, and to and all of those things impact student learning. Correct. And that's what it's all about is impacting our children. And it's not just impacting them academically, but as the whole the whole person to bringing it out into the community as well. And so I can honestly say I think I I think I feel like I was a good teacher before this national board process. I went to work every day with good intentions in my heart to try my best to be a good teacher to those children. But after going through this intensive process, I can honestly say I am not the same teacher I was before. I look at everything differently. You know, I try to, I don't try to overanalyze, but I look at things in an with an analytical right. perspective, right? You know, and I question Very myself, reflective. like, why? Mm-hmm. Yes, why? I'm constantly, why, why? And also, too, like you brought up, being reflective is that I think now, too. I had, I can only speak for me. I had a very bad habit of going into my classroom and closing the door. Mm-hmm. And what happened in my classroom happened in my classroom. But now, I am not that way anymore. I am like, hold up. What's going on in your classroom? Because those children are doing something phenomenal. And so now I'm the first one to say, you know, can we come watch? Can you share? You know, a collaborative attitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want people to come into my room. I want to go into their room, you know, and that's all. And again, that all came from national boards. That's great. And, And a lot of times, you know, with, with teaching where we feel like we're in our silos. We, we shut the door mm-hmm. and we do what we do with our kids and we forget that there is so much phenomenal things going on outside. And I think a lot of people misunderstand the national board process that it is not a matter of proving what a good teacher you are. Right. It's a matter of going through a process to become a better, better teacher. teacher. Exactly. So let, let's talk about that for a minute because I, I would think that we probably have some listeners that – have heard about national board certification, maybe have been thinking about doing it, or are maybe new teachers and have no idea uh, what we're talking about today. So let's back up to when you made the decision to go through this process. What does that look like? What do you have to do? How long does it take? Okay. Kind of lay that out for us. Okay. Well, that's the beauty of national boards is that you can choose exactly how long um, to complete the process. So 
for me personally, I elected to do it in one year. That doesn't work for everybody. Most candidates will choose two years to do it, but they can actually take up to, I believe, five Correct. years mm-hmm. to complete this entire process. Now, the process entails four components. So basically, you build a portfolio. Um, component one is you'll go to like a testing center, a Pearson testing center, and you are assessed on just your knowledge of what area, area, or whatever, your content area. area. There's several different types of certificates. Right. So there, yeah, there's like 25 area. different certificate areas. And so that's where you'll take like multiple choice tests, but you also have to do like um, three written essays. So you'll do that at the testing center. Then the other um, three parts are components. Um, component two is differentiated instruction. So again, depending on your certificate, for me personally, mine was literacy. So I worked with a child and um, figured out what that child needed best in their academics to help them succeed to their best potential. Right. Um, component three is the part that terrified me the most. And many most, other candidates, yeah. But actually ended up being the one that was the most fantastic because that is where you get to showcase as an educator all of your effective practice. So that is when you set up the video video. cameras Mm -hmm. and you video your, well, you're not videoing yourself necessarily. You are videoing your instruction and how the children are engaged through that practice. And then the last component is component four. And that is all about the community. And this is where it ties in where you know your students, you truly know what they need. And then you as a professional go out and seek um, more professional development to help you grow as an educator to help your students. Is right. that a good way of saying I it? I think that's an yeah. excellent way to say it. Do you have, were you going to say something, Jeff? Yeah, I was just going to say, so in those four components, there's, uh, other than the test, I guess, so the, the third, mm-hmm. second, third, and fourth mm-hmm. one, I'm assuming there's a lot of documentation, your, your reflective writing, you're collecting things, because you mentioned portfolios, so there's got to be yes. some way to capture like the work that you did with that student. So you're capturing things along the way? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you'll be collecting like work samples. Yes. And just, yes, absolutely. And you have a written commentary where Mm -hmm. they provide questions and you have to provide answers. Right. It's based on your practice. So the professional development that you get through National Board is your own personal journey. Exactly. It's different for every teacher. And then, yes. And so like if, if you talked about my component too with the differentiated instruction, um, I always, I mean, this little girl, she'll be always in my heart. So I had a little girl um, in my classroom who I chose to um, make her my case study. And this child, she was absolutely precious. She can do anything. If I told her to run the classroom, she could do it. If I needed her to go run errands, she could do it. She was a natural-born leader. But when it came right down to it, she struggled significantly with reading and writing. And so she's a fourth grade student, but her reading and writing, you know, academically, she was probably in first, second grade. Mm-hmm. So what I had to do was know my student. So and when I say know your student, I'm not talking about just their name and their lunch n- number. Right. <laughs> it is truly get in there, dig in there, start, you know, talking to why. previous teachers. Mm-hmm. 
talk to their parents, figure out what's going on with this child. And so I did that. And I learned so much um, about her. Well, it come to find out she was um, dyslexic and had dysgraphia. Well, at that time, I knew zero about <laughs> dyslexia or dysgraphia. So that's where my professional development came in. And nobody was going to, you know, do it for me. I had to go out there and I had to dig. I had to find the research. And then I had to apply it to try to help her to the best that she could. Now, did she, at the end of the year, excel? You know, did she go from first grade to eighth grade? Absolutely not. And that's what National Boards is about. It's not about you taking a child from first grade reading level to high school. Not about data, right? Yeah, it's about mm-hmm. you impacting the child positively, you Absolutely. know, and their learning. And so, and then from there, it didn't stop with me professionally. Now I am obsessed with helping these struggling re- with readers. With dyslexia, dyslexia. dyslexia. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I try still, I'm still trying to learn everything I can. And it's all from my national board. So it's journey. impacted not just that child, but you. Exactly. And your profession, your continued professional journey. Do you think that you would have um, discovered that about that child without having having taken that time? It might have just it might have happened. I think I would have probably said, "Oh yeah, she writes her B's and her D's backwards. Mm-hmm. She must be dyslexic." Just an immediate and then and then, and then yeah, that I mean she's curious. dyslexic, so she's done. Right. Well, now, you know, I've just learned so much. So many things that you can do for, for that. that. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and like I said, she's one of the most brightest children I have ever That's known. That's a story. But, you know, and it's all from my national board journey. So, a story. The, the word that comes to mind is transformative. It's a transformative experience. Absolutely. Is, is the way that you're describing this. And, I, and I've heard other teachers describe it in that, in that way as well. Um. In full disclosure, I, I have helped a little bit. I've done some training for teachers in that video com, uh, component that mm-hmm. you've talked about. And there's a lot of fear there with videotaping themselves. But one of the things that I think is interesting about it is, and I, and I think those that are on the national board committee that look at these things and decide whether you pass or Assessors, not, yeah. they know whether or not it's staged. Right. Because right. I think in, in some teachers may think that it has to be a perfect lesson. It has to be a perfect situation. The kids have to do everything just right. But that's mm-hmm. not what they're looking for. They want to see something genuine. They want to see genuine learning taking place. And the focus isn't really on the teacher so much as it is the kids and how they're responding to the instruction. Is that, yes. that sound about right? Yes, it that is exactly what it is. Um, and then like I because now, because I am National Board Certified, I get the opportunity to mentor candidates. And so, and that's one of the things that we all bring up is like, you do not want to do that. Don't stage it. Don't try to make the perfect video because part of the process is being reflective. And in your written commentary, you have to reflect. But also as an educator going through this process, you need to be able to look at yourself, you know. Critically. Critically, right. yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And um, and decide. And it's okay. I think that's another problem we have as educators because I like everything to be per- uh-huh. perfect. And did you I know? do right? Did yes. I do good? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, great? I want someone to say, oh, you got an A. Right, <laughs> you got an A. And so, but uh, we have to be able to look back and we have right. to be able to say, 
oh gosh, wait, right. that stuck. So now I'm going to tell you a story that one of your um, your co-hosts does not know. Oh, good. Finally, <laughs> something she doesn't okay. know. And I've never told her this before. And now I'm going to tell her and all of the Oh, audience. dear. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Julia's I've turning so red. Many things. I love it's this. No, it's no her neck just got flushed. Yes. Yes. Like, what? So, oh, Stacy, do tell me. She's getting so back at me for getting on the Julie podcast. Sweet Julie was my mentor when I was going through the national board process. And I didn't know where I was I didn't know, like, exactly how to get started, so she would come to Haskew, and she gave us some, because there was a few other teachers going through it as well, gave us some advice, some tips on, like, how to get started. So, I was like, okay, I've got this, and so I'm going to town. I make my video for Component 3 because I'm going to showcase my excellent teaching skills, and then I send my video to Miss Julie. <laughs> she knows where I'm going. She's covering her mouth. And, she, and so I send my video to her because she's going to, as my mentor, view it and give me honest feedback. Well, she did. She gave me some honest feedback. I called. I was like, hey, I was just, you know, seeing if you had the opportunity to watch my video. And she was like, I did. And then there was a little dead silence. Oh, dear. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, what what did you think? And she said, well, I'm just going to be honest, Stacy, which I appreciate. Um, she was like, I um, didn't see much teaching there. I saw a routine because I had done like a little vocabulary mm-hmm. routine. She was like, I a saw a routine. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I saw children being trained to know how to respond. And I was like, did I say oh, that? Yes, <laughs> you did. And so. I'm sure I said, I hopefully said it very nicely. Well, you did, okay. but that's basically <laughs> the gist of it. That's hit or miss with Julie. She yes, can be very blunt. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then you did, you offered to have me come over uh-huh. and sit down and we were going to view it together. But by that point, I was done. Oh, I no. was done. So I was like, I quit. Oh, no. And But, you know, this is what lots of national board candidates do they want to quit mm-hmm. and so after I received my honest feedback I wanted to quit did we I, talk about pointers about what to do next no because I did not and we were going to meet we yes. were going to meet okay <laughs> but in my mind I had quit <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm so glad you did it um so I think it was like over I mean by this point it was like over Thanksgiving or Christmas uh-huh. we had a break in there but she said those words that I needed to hear because what I did was I went back and I watched my video again and I was like, oh my goodness, she's right. This is just a routine. So right then and there, my non-national board process was starting right then because I had to go back and reflect on that. And then when I did talk to her again, she was like, I just know you're able to get more out of those children than just a routine of, of just spitting out what I expected to hear them say. And so I did. I went back, and I started 
digging through my stuff again and started, you know, really thinking about what did I want those children what to can, learn? Right. What, what can I, I make? The, what, what can I help the them end? to do? Right. Exactly. The and then how am I going to get there? Mm-hmm. And what am I? What do I need to do as an effective, accomplished teacher to be able to pull all that out? And so, even though Miss Julie made me want to quit, <laughs> it is because of Miss Julie <laughs> that I am a national board certified teacher, oh, and I want to say thank you, oh, and I appreciate welcome. that. Oh my goodness! Because I, because that's part of it. It's honest. Well, I wouldn't have been doing you any favors. That's no, all I'm saying. I know. Is and and she did complete it in one year, which often doesn't happen either. I know. But she did it. She did it. That's a, that's a great story. Thank you for, it is. for sharing. <laughs> I'm going to get her after yeah. this podcast. <laughs> so just to kind of to kind of wrap up the process. So you go through all four components, yes. and then. I'm guessing you you submit everything into this portfolio. Is it it's all online? Yes, it is. And then how long does it take to get a, a verdict on whether you've passed a or life not? Forever. <laughs> you submit your um, components. Well, not in a pandemic year, right? But any other time, you'll submit them in the middle of May, and it is December first oh, before goodness, you find out time. if you certified or not. And so, well, not, it's not even, Dece- it's in the month of December, actually. Yeah, it's, it used to be in November, and then they pushed it up. And yes. You, and you get on the computer, and you get fireworks, or you don't. Don't. Oh, wow. You don't. Wow. And it's a, oh, my goodness, every year for the last several years. I mean, and the thing is, that they'll pull them up, like, at midnight, the night, you know, at mm-hmm. midnight, and, um, oh, and then everybody's phones start going yeah. off, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, and so it's. But you do get the opportunity to redo components. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go through the whole entire process right. again. I remember when I first started teaching that you had to package everything up and mail it in. And like how you packaged it and how you addressed it, it was like. Yeah. It, yeah, they were very particular about how things had. They're to still be very particular. Them, so. It's just an electronic just, version yeah, it's now. Electronic it's just now. Mm-hmm. So, you find out you get fireworks or you don't, and then you become nationally board certified. Is that it? It's that you're good for life, or what happens? No, I wish. <laughs> I really wish, but. <laughs> No, no, it's actually a good thing. So every five years, just like our state certification, every five years, um, we will go back in and we will do called a maintenance of certificate. And so um, actually mine is not due till next year, but they've started a whole new process with it. So I'm going to go ahead and attempt to be recertified. Yeah, you can start earlier. Yes, okay. yes. So I'm going to um, go through the process this year. Now, from what I understand, um, this maintenance part, renewing your certification, is not nearly as involved. It's still a reflective. It's still being an effective practitioner, but it's not as involved as doing all four components. I believe right. you just, we're just going to do one. And it's and basically, it, I think we're going to talk about how national boards has um, changed us and what we've gained from it right it is um what they call it on the on the renewal are professional growth experiences Mm. so that when you've 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 earned your national board certification but then you get to what do you do next so you have to do you have to go above and beyond and and one of the things that uh i think that you have done since i'd like to talk about 
Okay. Recently, is that you have been named a National Board Certified Ambassador for the state of Alabama. I have. Oh, wow. I'm very excited about that. Yes. So, um, already here in Mobile, Mobile County has been wonderful about promoting national boards. But now through our Alabama National Board Network, um, we're going to try to reach out to many more candidates throughout the state. Because we're, in Mobile, we're starting to gain more and more national board teachers, but there are in plenty other counties that there's one or right. none. And so, um, you know, via Zoom or however we're going to be doing it, um, we're going to be able to reach out to many more educators to, you know, do what we're doing here, introduce right. them to exactly what national boards is and encourage them. Um, because, I mean, it, it's just a fact that research has shown that um, students who have a national board certified teacher as their classroom teacher, in the end, um, learn more. They perform better. And that is a statistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, a, it's an actual statistic. That's great. And I, I may be wrong on this, but I think at the University of South Alabama in the College of Education, they're about to start offering a, I don't know if it's a whole class on National Board or at least it's a seminar. It is. It's to start some getting webinars. The, mm-hmm. To start getting mm-hmm. the students uh, familiar it's, with that idea. Right. Because oh, you, okay. you can't, but you can't just start teaching and jump right into that, right? You you have to teach for a number of years right. first. Right, you have to have at least three years' experience okay. in the classroom before you begin this process. Which makes sense. I mean, you need to have some experiences under your belt before you right. can begin to really improve on that process. But I would also love to see more seasoned teachers, too, also embark on this process. Uh-oh. Because it... I mean, it doesn't, if you're, if you, even if you have, you know, you've already been teaching for 20 years, you know, you still, and today you still have five to 10 more years in the classroom. And so, and you think about it, how many more children that's going to impact. And so I would love to see, you know, more seasoned teachers go through this. I mean, I think we are continuous learners. And I think this would be a perfect way. I love that because I think season, you know, people with 20 years or more in, uh, they need that little bit of uh, rekindling of that fire. And it does. It rejuvenates you as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, completely, completely. And again, I mean, I know um, Mobile County is going to support National Board Teachers again this year. So that's wonderful. That's great. And I guess really kind of what you're talking about now is, is this idea for our podcast, we talk about what's next. And so we've taken your journey up to getting your national board certification, and now you're an ambassador for the state, which is amazing. Where would where do you see it going, or where would you like to see it go? You've already mentioned maybe getting more seasoned teachers involved. Uh, what would you like to see coming up in the future? Um, well, I honestly, I would like for national board certified teachers to become a norm and not the exception. I mean, across the country, it's, I believe it's less than 3% of teachers are national board certified teachers. Um, So I would really like to see more and more teachers endeavor through this process. I think that actually could become a slogan. You ought to send that to to the national board people, a norm, not the exception. And you heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And I love the idea of of really, uh, you know, targeting 
if that's okay, you know, looking at and recruiting and uh, focusing on seasoned teachers Mm -hmm. because they they do have a lot longer left in the classroom. Exactly. And uh, I know that if I had waited that long, I probably would have said I need to apologize to my students, you know, because uh, there's so much, it's such a different uh, trajectory when you become a National Board Certified Teacher. Absolutely. One of the things I like about it is it, it, it doesn't really matter where you went to school to, to get your degree, um, and it doesn't necessarily matter the experiences that you've had leading up to it, that once you go through that process and, and it really takes hold of you, you transform into, into something that I would say probably a lot of the national board teachers can really relate to each other because of the experience. And then they have this common ground that maybe mm-hmm. they wouldn't have had before just based on where they went to school and, and where they've taught and that kind of thing. And it seems like it's, mm-hmm. I don't want to use the word awakening. I don't think that's the right word. Mm-hmm. But when I say transformation, I think it's like all of a sudden now you can connect with each other in, in a way that you wouldn't have been able to before in terms of your practice. Yeah, that- exactly. Exactly. And we have a national board um, convention every year mm-hmm. um, up in Birmingham. And it, it is, it's exhilarating. And because exciting. You, mm-hmm. Yes, because you're in that room with three to 400 other educators who have that same like mindset. Right. You know? Accomplished teaching and what's important in the classroom. Exactly. It keeps you focused. That's great. Well, I, you know, I think this was a, an important topic, and I really appreciate, Julie, you inviting Stacy to come today because national board certification, I think, is significant. It and, is. And the fact, it's very important. I think the, the biggest thing I'm walking away from this today is the fact that you said like 3% of teachers in the country have it. I mean, that's and, – and in the state of Alabama, especially in Mobile, I know they've really been pushing it, so we have a, a significant number of teachers here that – yeah, I don't, are reaching them. yeah, I don't know the actual stats for Alabama, but um, I know we were ranked 10th yeah, I mean, in the nation. As a state, we're doing fairly well. well. And then Mobile, as a district, is doing better. And then there we can do even, we can do even more. Even more. That's great. <laughs> That's right. And for I love that you'll be a, a state ambassador, too, because I think that that will help all the other counties, like you said. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. That's great. So if our listeners want to find out more about National Board Certification, is there a website they can go to, something we can put in our uh, show notes? There is. and go to um, mnbpts.org. It's National Board Professional Teaching Standards.org. Great. We'll make sure we put that in the show notes. So, well, uh, Stacy, thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you both for having me. We're today. so happy to have you. It was a great conversation. Absolutely. And for those of you listening, please be sure to join us next time as Julie and I continue to explore what's, what's next, next in Ed. Ed. Don't forget to subscribe. If you like what you heard, please rate and review this podcast so others can find us. The Next in Ed podcast is brought to you by the Mobile County Public Schools IT Department in partnership with the Department of Counseling and Instructional Sciences at the University of South Alabama. Engineered by Tim VP Media Production. Music by Justin Matthews. Hosted by Dr. Joe Gaston and Julie Neidhart. Follow us on Twitter at NextInEd and on Facebook.
Guests on the podcast are expressing personal opinions for informational purposes only. They are not necessarily acting as official representatives for their schools, universities, organizations, or places of employment. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.